After the training, Gabriella and the other girls left with the boys from the basketball team. The task of packing up the equipment naturally was on Nasser. Arya felt that it was tiring for Nasser to do this alone, so she wanted to help Nasser pack the equipment. But Gabriella took her away. Gabriella said, The only value that Nasser has in the cheerleading team is to help us collect things. Otherwise, he would have been chased away a long time ago. You don't need to help him. Nasser packed up the equipment and put them back in the equipment room. At this time, Elder Klein called him, Young Master Thomas Bird said that the matter has been solved. All right. After Nasser finished speaking, he hung up the phone. The Nasser family was very efficient. It had only been an hour since Nasser called his family. Ruby might have to wait a while before receiving the news. At five o'clock in the afternoon, Nasser, who was jogging, received a phone call from Brooks. Brooks said happily, Nasser, where are you? I'm at the sports field. Why are you so happy? Is Ruby all right? Nasser knew that the news should have already reached Ruby. How did you know? Her father called her twenty minutes ago and told her that the matter had been resolved. Brooks asked in surprise. If this matter has not been resolved yet, will you be so happy? Nasser smiled faintly. That's true. Brooks raised his voice and said, You should go to Delish Paradise right now. Ruby said that she would treat us. We are already heading there. You guys can go. I won't be going anymore. Ruby hated him so much. If he went, both he and Ruby might not be happy. Come on, we are all planning to go. How can you not come? I really won't go. Have fun. You're really stubborn. If you don't come, you are not taking me, Edwin, and Quasi as brothers. Think about it again. With that, Brooks hung up the phone. Nasir could only smile bitterly. Nasir slowly walked out of the school gate and arrived at the Delish Paradise. As soon as he entered the store, he followed the noise and found Ruby and the others. There seemed to be more than a dozen people sitting at that table. Other than Ruby's roommates and Nasser's roommates, there were a few other people whom Nasser did not recognize. He thought they were probably Ruby's friends. Nasser slowly walked towards them, and a few of them saw Nasser. Ruby, who was in the middle of a conversation, turned around and saw Nasser. She said disdainfully, I didn't invite you. Why are you here? But it doesn't matter. I'm in a good mood today, so I don't mind treating you a meal. With that, she didn't even look at Nasir and turned around to continue chatting with the others. Now she no longer looked as worried and afraid as she did at noon. Nasir stopped in his way. He looked at Ruby's back and felt a little angry. But Nasir thought, after all, this matter has something to do with me, but I've already helped her, so let it go. In any case, I won't have anything to do with Ruby in the future. Even if she is in trouble one day, it has nothing to do with me. Brooks quickly walked over and whispered in front of Nasir, Don't bother with her. Come, sit beside me. As he spoke, Brooks brought Nasser to sit. As soon as Nasser sat down, Ruby glanced at him with disdain. Nasser did not look at her to prevent her from being in a bad mood. Ruby, what did he do to you? A girl that Nasser did not know glanced at Nasser and asked in a low voice. The other people who did not know what was going on all looked at Ruby, waiting for her to answer their questions. Ruby looked at Nasser and then looked at the others. She said arrogantly with a faint sneer on her face, Yesterday morning, he went to Kylan Bank to withdraw money, but he didn't have a bank card from Killen Bank. When they heard Ruby's words, they covered their mouths and laughed. They couldn't help but look at Nasir. But Chantal, Brooks, and the others who knew the situation felt very awkward. 
they still had to have meal together later. Even if she did not like Nasir, there was no need for her to say that in front of others. Not long after, the waiter served the dishes. They gathered around and talked. Nasir only chatted with Brooks and Edwin, not participating in the conversation with Ruby. In the end, the chairman of Celestial Lion Corporation, Jericho Sims, personally came to my father's office to apologize to him. His attitude was very humble. Ruby told them what she had heard from her father. But Ruby, to be honest, I really did not expect your family to solve the problem so easily. After all, Celestial Lion Corporation is one of the top ten companies in City N. That's right. Jericho Sims was very powerful. There were a lot of things about him on the internet. It is said that he once made a company disappear completely. However, your family solved the problem in a minute. Ruby, your family is really amazing. A boy gave her a thumbs up.